0: If you want to support this podcast and get a full ad-free episode, sign up to HeadStuff Plus. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of 5 with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. Show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network.
1: Hi, I'm Neve Kavanaugh. and I'm Gerald
2: Thurley, And
1: you're listening to
2: Agony Rants. Hello. Hello. How are you? Oh, I'm
1: feeling good, actually. I'm feeling much brighter. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I it's lovely to see you. Ah, it's um, always lovely to see you. We've had lovely brownies this morning. <laughs>
1: we did. <laughs> we did. We did eat some. But then, it's you know, a brownie is very rarely far away.
2: Uh, listen, wherever two or more of us meet...
1: <laughs> we will sometimes make do with a pan au chocolat. A pan, yeah.
2: Do you know what, there's an awful lot to be said, there's nothing like mm-hmm. a decent pan au chocolat before nine o'clock in the morning with oh, yeah. a good cup of coffee.
1: Now, the question is, the big ones or the little ones you can get in, you know, like in hotels where you get the little bijou ones? No, do you know what, I'm not
2: a fan of the the ones that sweat. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know, like, you know like sometimes <laughs> they get pastry and it's kind of like, you pick it up and it's kind of... Sweaty? Sweaty. Sweaty. It's like a damp... Oh. Do you know well, what I mean? Where are like, you like, it's always, like It's always those hotel breakfasts. Cause they well, I think it's because they are warm or and something they sit, and they, yeah. I, no, actually do you know what? I'm yeah. really I'm really giving that too much credit. They're not warm. No. Like not. they were pulled out of a crate. Like
1: <gasps> well they, they might bake them in house.
2: Yeah, but they, they but they were well, made six months ago in Beirut. O'clock. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> they come over as part of a people trafficking <laughs> <laughs> operation. Don't
1: take the joy out of mini pastries I have to
2: say do you know what I'm over right what are you over I'm over hotel breakfast
1: just the one thing (laughs) hotel breakfast what part of it you know I kind of get it You know,
2: everything there's very little difference between a good hotel and a bad hotel breakfast wise the breakfast is it's pretty much slapped together
1: well it's not it's just it quite often sits you know, if you go somewhere where they take your order, like, so if you order, there's some very posh hotels, which I've stayed in occasionally, and you can order Eggs Benedict and when oh, that comes that. out yeah, that's like, nice. that's like pristine.
2: Yeah, like, But when they go up, when they hand you a plate and say, go up to the trough You there. know,
1: you know, you're not getting any <laughs> runny yolk anyway.
2: And do you know what I'm very particular about as well with regard to fries? Just, is yeah. Beans. I really like beans. Yeah, me too. But I can't have them touching anything else. <laughs>
1: You want them in a little I ramekin I want them in a
2: little ramekin And I don't think that's too much To ask for
1: No I think you should Just bring one with you <laughs> That's a great
2: <laughs> Do you know what I did last time And a woman looked at me like I, I Now I almost said something She looked at me She very She was very condescending Oh what she I put, put They weren't There wasn't the option To put to it have in a be, ramekin To have the beans Separate So right. I, I put them in a teacup That's not wrong, no, That was fair enough I Thank you very is. much Listen this The way some people have... of a woman sitting <laughs> behind me glaring at <laughs> I always, yeah, I love it in a hotel, you know, like where there is a spa in a hotel. Yeah. And you see those women wandering around that they've clearly just been pummeled. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> they're, they're always wearing a bathrobe and the hair is slicked back and they're but just they, zen. Their feet aren't even moving. They're no, just gliding saying. back to wherever well, they're Well,
1: going. that was me the entire time I was in the Monarch.
2: I actually stayed in a hotel there recently, right? And it was a very nice hotel. Mm. No bath. Yeah, but a lot, quite a lot of them
1: don't have a In them. a fancy hotel. They kind of have a shower. A good shower give me a break I you know you can't lose
2: you can't use a lush bath bomb in a shower
1: <laughs> do you bring them with you
2: yeah I have a brilliant one wow. yeah you just like fling it in and the whole thing goes like Lucas Oh fizzy <laughs>
1: yeah. you want a fizzy bath
2: <laughs> yeah not, and you smell of orange it's bad. oh yeah, is it it's sticky it's not sticky no no I can't be dealing with that
1: Some, but sometimes those bath bombs did we not talk about bath bombs before
2: Maybe. Well. I mean, I have an awful lot to say about <laughs> them. I don't, I don't think that would... I don't think that should preclude us from this no, conversation. No, you're, right. you're right. You're right. I'm
1: right in there. The thing is, sometimes you come out and you think, is it chalk? I don't know what. It depends on the bath bomb, I suppose. Is it?
2: I, yeah. Like, I mean, if you're buying your bath bomb in deals, it,
1: it's... <laughs> Says you, who buys your strawberries and cream. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, shower <laughs> shell, no problem. You didn't want but any judgment for that. I,
2: I wouldn't steep in it. <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> if you are seeping anything in there now You know we I took to I admire the confidence of people That buy their contraception and deals oh,
1: Maybe they put a few bob on the, the the horses as well But a good few years ago We were doing a bathroom up And I said We'll just put in a really good shower Because the boys were into coming into that teen stage Where All any right, encouragement yeah. to get in the shower Was a good thing What's happened is And I loved a bath Oh my god I Yeah have, I, love I a loved bath. a bath I've forgotten how to be in a
2: bath I think that's attention span. I think our attention spans are all a lot shorter. So what you do is, right? <laughs> I set up for a bath. I spend ages, you know, like oh, the water scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll make sure the bathroom's nice and clean. I'll lower the lights. Yeah, oh, a you got the whole enchilada. Bath bomb in. You know. And then you and get in. Port gin and tonic even. Mm. Fancy gin and tonic. iPad. Have something to watch. Lovely. Hit play. Get into the bath. Five, Five minutes, minutes later, I'm like, well, kind of done. I, th- I think I've worked out why this happens to me and that is because I do so much pre-bath work oh. that by the, by the time you're going to get into the bath you're like I'm kind of on a roll like I get the kitchen done <laughs> do the Pre- dishwasher <laughs> pre-bath Yeah, <laughs> no, but you know like you know like you you know clean the bathroom get the towels you know change yeah. the bath mat you know all of that sort of stuff that you kind of you're you're on a roll then yeah jeez like, maybe I'll change the duvet while I'm at it <laughs> <laughs> This episode's about lies. Oh, okay. <laughs> we are 13 minutes in. We haven't, <laughs> we haven't mentioned Have this you told one, one lie yet? I'm really bad at lies. Oh, no. I'm just, I can't do them. Now, don't get me wrong, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> you give it a good go. Absolutely. Is <laughs> just have dinner lovely. It's gorgeous. Oh, amazing. Oh, I can't wait to see what. You've... No game face. <laughs> can't wait to see what animal you slaughtered for the dessert. Oh. <laughs> I will attempt to lie, but I'm very bad.
1: Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's me neck. It's your neck?
2: Yeah. What about your uh, neck? My neck goes red and I stick, and what happens is, I've seen myself do it, I've watched <laughs> it, I, sti- I stick my chin out a bit. Oh. I'm like, oh, I'm lying now. i have
1: got to be watching yeah. that now.
2: <laughs> Sorry. I'd, like, I'd love to be better at lying, right? Because I, I, like, I, these people who... Go through their whole lives, you know, like these serial killers and, you know, <laughs> they oh, tell all lies right. all the, the time. For a lion, okay, yeah. And they're just, it's no problem to them. I tell, to- like, I remember, like, I told lies when I was a kid. I can still remember lies I would have told when I was a kid. Oh, me And too. still, they are burned into my brain. You told a total <laughs> lie, and at some point, you're going to have to come clean now. It.
1: <laughs> oh, you weren't even caught out. No! Oh, it's No, I don't have
2: to be caught out to feel guilty about it. So,
1: but why would you think that you were a bad liar then? You must be a good liar if you weren't caught out. Oh, as
2: a kid, I was brilliant. Okay. I was a kid. I was absolutely brilliant. Do you know why? Why? Because I was one of those kids that was creepily intense. So, (laughs) I was very... Just as a child. Like, I I could have been in sixth sense or something like that. I was a very creepy child. (laughs) But what I used to do was any interaction I ever had with an adult, I would look them right in the eye. Oh, okay.
1: Slightly disconcerting. Yeah,
2: so... Like people were unnerved anyway <laughs> when they spoke to me. So lies, they didn't mind if I was lying. It was, they were just glad it was over. <laughs>
1: but I was a terrible liar too when I was young. I I, I get caught,
2: right? Because that's yeah. I how, have, do you, how do you react though when you're caught? Um. <laughs> do you double down? Like I I like oh, oh. I don't know any other way.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just, no. I. Do you know what? Sometimes. It's, I, I admire people who can just laugh it off when they get caught they don't seem to be I die a thousand deaths if I get caught and actually the chances are if I'm lying in the first place I'm in a very dark place because I can't <laughs> I, can, I, I just can't lie I, let me tell you right I'll tell you a really funny story about subterfuge right when I was young subterfuge you know I thought I was being really super clever so I told my mum I used to be in the choir in school, right? Okay, and it won't surprise you to, to know that I was in the special choir, which means we did all the you know
2: the special stuff. Uh There was like oh, an after. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought you meant the whole load of town deaf kids.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs>
2: it's just like me. This Don't, is a revelation.
1: <laughs> are broken? No, no. It was it was called the special choir, but basically, what it was, you went after school and then you did the. Uh, the
2: oh right! Oh oh! Right. The exceptional. Choir. The exceptional okay. choir.
1: Oh, I like that better actually. The exceptional mm. special does have a, a different connotation, doesn't it? Really? <laughs> anyway, so I was in that choir, and we used to rehearse after school, maybe Tuesdays and Thursdays, I think, or something like that. Anyway, and uh, this day. Um, about fifth year, I think that I decided um, I'd like to meet this fella I'd met at a disco, <clears throat> and he was—he um, was very exotic. Like he was he had a Canadian ac- accent, and he was, oh. you know, he, you know, he was like, he was high quality kind of, you know, crushed material at that age. Okay. do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, totally. 100%. Anyway, so yeah, it was him, right? And so he agreed. He was finished school early, so he said he would come and meet me, and. So I told my mum that I was going to special choir, right? Anyway, so me and this gentleman were um, having a little chat and perhaps a a small amount of snogging as we would have had back then. Okay. And um, one of the nuns found us, right? And we were marched off. Sister, sister, contraception. Sister, sister <laughs> contraception uh, took exception. <laughs> and uh, so, um, anyway, so I sheepishly walked home after that. And you know, I used to have to walk from Caber to Finglas, so it was quite a walk. Yeah. And so, when by the time I got home, my mother was standing in the door. <laughs> Clearly, she'd had a phone call from the nun, right? <gasps> and I kid you not, they basically told her that I was fornicating
2: in the fields. <laughs> Fornicating I in
1: the fears. was in so much trouble, it wasn't even funny. <laughs> I got suspended for two and a half days. I mean to be fair it, Two and, the, and a half days. I know, no, no, no. Oh, <laughs> no, no. I was delighted. My cred friends? my cred went up in the school big time. Oh, like, of course it I'm considered nice to sing for old nuns' funerals. That was quite a thing. But actually, yeah, I got I got suspended for two and a half days. It had it the previous um principal like if she'd still been in I'd have, they would never found my body like because <laughs> she was tough but you know the new one she read a passage of out of the bible and told me to mend my ways
2: <laughs> she read a bible passage oh, to you
1: uh-huh. that was that was a, the only thing I got yeah
2: oh my god
1: I know it was probably about some sort of wanton woman or some such a thing I don't know <laughs> but anyway so that but I that was the one
2: time you told a big lie
1: yeah so I, I've never been very good at it ever since Honestly,
2: and what happened to the Canadian?
1: Well, I don't know. I suppose he went back home. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know.
2: Do we know his name? I mean, you know me in an Insta deep dive. No,
1: <laughs> I'll tell you later. Okay. All
2: right, we're gonna find him. <laughs> I'll post pictures. are gonna is find it? him. What I'll do is, Listen. I'll just, get, I'll just read, I'll just repost everything to my stories. <laughs> like
1: the only thing I would say, you know, he was he, sometimes. You know, those really good-looking younger boys. Sometimes yeah. they don't age well. They don't. They lose their hair.
2: They. Oh, you know, yeah, like he the lovely hair yeah, yeah.
1: and he the real blue eyes. You know what I'm talking
2: about? Yeah. They don't. they don't. Do you know what it is though? Because I think you get one shot. This is my theory. One right? shot at what? Yeah. I, like I think you're. <sighs> I I don't think you are consistently handsome your whole life. Okay. I think there's a moment where you peak. Yeah, I think you peak, okay. and I think what's important is that you're aware of when that is, of when that is, and you use that opportunity. Yeah to nail it down. Yeah, I think that everyone has that opportunity. You just have to know when it is. And if you miss it. And the problem is that people <laughs> Yeah, if you miss it, that's quite unfortunate. Because <laughs> like if you're if you're over cautious, you can be like, I think it's now, I think it's now and then you realize, oh no, it was back then. Okay. Like that's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah it is. That is unfortunate. It is.
1: I w- once had a fridge magnet that my friend of mine bought me, which I still wonder why she did, but she says, you know, men are like chocolates. <laughs> if you wait too long you only have the weird ones nobody else wants. <laughs>
2: I think that the best lie I was ever told. I was thinking about this was I remember years ago. Yeah. We were very young and my my mum, I think she was going out somewhere. I think she was going somewhere for a night or something. Okay. So my dad was she was probably having a baby actually. That's we all my memories of Mammy being away are always like, No, she was having a baby. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Money's gone on a holiday. <laughs> No, is that th- it?
1: Yeah. was that the only time you let her out of the
2: house? I think that. Yeah, I mean, I think like if you were to say to her, like she's saying, the only time I ever got peace, I was in labour. Oh my god! <laughs> I remember w- my my mum must have been hospital and we got chipper. Oh, right. I remember <laughs> at one point my sister asked, "What's your belly button for?" And we thought, "Now she's younger than me."
1: So that's a class question. Yeah, and I thought,
2: great question. I know. fantastic. So, Never thought to ask. Conversation started. i love to know, love to know. Yeah. And my dad just looked and went... <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is my worst life. I am not getting into this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and what he told us was <laughs> that it was where you put the ketchup when you were eating chips. <laughs> Which I thought...
1: Makes like, sense. That makes
2: total sense
1: does it though you have to be well, lying down eating your chips like what if it falls out well, how I, big is your belly button
2: well I mean we were all innies <laughs> so oh. like <laughs> <Clear>. <laughs> I mean if one of us was, was an Audi, it would have been a bit
1: you what we do we do
2: with this what, you put your rings on it <laughs> but my man my man came home and, and our new thing was we were we would spray ketchup into our belly buttons and dip chips in did she? And she was just like...
1: Did she call child services? Because I would have called yeah, child my, my services. Yeah, my was just like,
2: we're bundling out this right now. <laughs> before I'm anyone taking gets, control. <laughs> I'm taking control before anyone gets curry sauce and scalds and sucks. But I just thought that was genius. I thought it was an absolute... I, I, I think that the lies that parents... Like, the lies that parents have to tell their children. I mean, what we we'll do is we're going to put a trigger warning here because we're going to talk about a lie that... <laughs> A big lie. Parents have to tell their their children. Yeah. So, if there's any children in listening, yeah, move them out of the room. Move them out of the room. <laughs> so, we're taking it from now. Kids okay. are out of the room. Okay. The whole family thing, <laughs> right? It, yeah. That is a minefield. It right? is. A- that is an absolute minefield. I remember, right, years ago when I was, I think I would have been in sixth. I was probably fifth class. Yeah. Actually. And it was coming up to Christmas. Okay. And I was a bit inquisitive. And my mother thought...
1: <laughs> About Sandy.
2: Yeah. Sandy. Ah, Aunt, <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> and my mother was like... She knew what I was like. Okay. As soon as I knew something, I told everyone. Okay. So she was like... She had to get, we, hedge we you off have, the past. We have to get Christmas out of the way here. Okay, we've got to hedge you off the past. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what she did was, she told me a Christmas story. Oh. Right? All about Christmas, about Santa Claus, the whole thing. And it was absolutely magical and amazing. And I left that conversation being like, oh. Nothing n- sure. There's nothing sure. The course, course he exists. Yes, of that's course. it. And what had been happening was other boys in school had been telling me this. Of course.
1: Because uh, that's when it happens. But Actually, I was just like, earlier they're all
2: idiots. They're idiots. Yeah. Oh, um, look, oh, the magic of Christmas. <laughs> but what happened was, right, uh-huh. the following year
1: yeah,
2: was I was still. Enthralled in the magic of Christmas, right? And And I would have been going to secondary school, and she was just like, "Can't be having that. We can't do. We can't do this." So my dad was tasked with telling me, (laughs) (laughs) and to this day, did he steal your dream? He says it was the most traumatic thing (laughs) he has ever done. (laughs) Because I did not make it easy. No, I was just like, but the magic of Christmas." (laughs) <laughs> and he makes the toys in the North Pole and is the sleigh And what? like he was just what, he, what are you telling me here? He, he what are you telling get, me He didn't get to shatter my dreams he got like a hammer and a chisel and he had to peck away at them for about three hours um, but, <laughs> and afterwards he, he apparently he told my mother he was like I'm never doing that again <laughs> The birds and the bees are yours yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, He would have done that no problem but <laughs> <With> this <laughs> never again <laughs> See I was a pragmatist as well Yeah and this is the bit that really annoyed my mother. Because one Christmas, uh, we were all sitting, we all just got all our Santee presents, mm. we were all thrilled. And I was sitting there and I looked at my parents and went, why do you never get us anything?
1: <laughs> I think I definitely And my mom was
2: just like, oh. <laughs> Kill him. And then for like every year after that, we all go, we got yeah, like a little, get little present under the <laughs> tree. <laughs> Attention, Agony Rants listeners, I am going to be going on tour later on in the year and early next year with my show, Glamour and I will be going all around Ireland and the UK. The dates on sale at the moment are Port Leash, Dundalk, Limerick, which is sold out, Galway, Belfast, Conniglity, Waterford, Wexford, Sligo, uh, I'll be at the Everyman in January uh, My Liberty Hall shows are sold out But we've just put on at Vicker Street Which is very much not sold out So
1: <laughs> Not just yet So
2: come along We'd love to see you there How do I
1: get tickets, girl?
2: You can get tickets, Niamh By asking me I know <laughs> But all of those other people They can buy them <laughs> on GoRowFairly.com We thought it would be great To hear about your lives Because mm-hmm. Um it's just phenomenal what people will tell each other oh yeah um, we had uh, a big response and we're going to read you some of them <laughs> we really did um, <laughs> Linda Nivrine. oh no shit was I not supposed to say her name I mean probably But don't I was just like uh, no no I think it's okay oh no this one's okay okay, no, okay. okay. okay we can say her name it's okay oh okay uh, biggest <laughs> lie when I first started dating my hus- my now husband, I wasn't long back from having lived in Boston for almost three years. He didn't want to be bested and told me he'd been to NYC a few times. Fast forward about two years into our relationship and we went on holiday to Florida and we were in emigration. And they asked him if he'd ever been to the States before, to which he answered, no. Ah, he lied to her. I said, you told me you've been to NYC and he answered, yeah. yeah. Well, I was trying to impress you, wasn't I? <laughs> Oh, my God.
1: I am I, I quite like him.
2: <laughs> how, how did it never come up again? You, you, you've you been catfished, Linda. <laughs> yeah, I know,
1: definitely. And, you know, what else has he lied about?
2: <gasps> oh, my God.
1: Not that I want to look plant at the, that Look state. at the chink in the armour here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'd be thinking. <laughs> oh,
2: my God. You see, he must be a good liar then. Oh, God. I'm so impressed by people that can lie well. I'm trying to think. Th- there have been situations where I've just brazened it, really? but but I've always, I've always brazened it in a way that I was kind of like, oh, I know they know I'm lying, so I'm just gonna get through it. But then maybe they don't know. <laughs> no. There's a whole world of catfish and opening yeah, up to me here that I might I just have a crack.
1: You. So I have a little one here. I, I came across which is I thought was really funny. Uh, my dad always said that animals on the side of the road were just taking a nap because the road was really warm.
2: Oh, grim!
1: but you know, dressing up the roadkill.
2: <laughs> we did. We did get the whole "gone to live on a farm" a couple of times. Oh
1: yeah, you always have to tell that. Yeah. No child needs to be dealing with death. Now that I think about it, both my boys were there when my <laughs> my previous dog had to go to sleep. Oh, I know. They they said they'd never do it again. <laughs> did you ever replace a pet? You know, did you ever get a a pet replaced to pretend it's the same one?
2: No, no. <laughs> as in your mind, you're you buy another one. No,
1: I know people who have gone out and tried to pass that goldfish off as the goldfish that used to be there. <laughs> right, and you're going, what? Well, but a well, goldfish is not like you
2: know. But it's not. <laughs> it's like, a goldfish; they die every five minutes. But it's not like the kid is going to go. Oh, but he's got a completely different personality. No. <laughs> Uh, Sharon got in touch and she said my friend's dad told her when she was a kid that when the ice cream van played music it meant the ice cream had run out
1: oh I've heard that one before <laughs> yeah. I tell you it's a lot of That's a a lot one. parents and use that, that one and that works yeah it really does it really really does um, here's another one uh, when I w- was a kid my parents told me if I pressed the reset button on a plug the house would explode
2: the reset button on
1: the plug you know like in you know, other words like reset buttons on uh, power or anything. oh
2: yeah 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 Oh my God. I know.
1: Uh, You'd be a bit traumatized by that. These parents are horrible. Anything
2: anything that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Do you remember there was the button in the fridge? Oh, Oh, if you press the the defrost button. Oh, the defrost
1: button. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, as a mother who lives in dread of that. Not. Did you ever?
2: I did. I pressed it (gasps) once. Yeah, yeah. Why?
1: Because it was there.
2: Like, was I pressed? I didn't know anything about it, and I was told I was given a lecture about how hey, I should never press this button. I was like, "Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to do <laughs> it now." Absolutely no question though <laughs> What I'm going to do next? Like. <laughs> yeah, everyone has brought this on themselves. <laughs> says a big L. Lie. Please don't use <laughs> <laughs> my real name.
1: <laughs> okay, we, we can't.
2: We'll beep that. Okay. okay. <laughs> You're a disaster. Oh my god. <laughs>
1: Um, you need to read these before you
2: go. <laughs> yeah I know You know, see what I do is when they send them on Instagram I copy them I know for the names at the top anyway. he really does I heard men should get a haircut about two to four weeks before their wedding and told my husband to be he got it done about six weeks before and by the time the day was on the doorstep he'd a fairly furry neck and Albert Einstein long bits on the side all through <laughs> lockdown I shaved his hair and neck with the hair clippers now I have to say that's
1: I love the, the promising emoji. Are, yeah, <laughs>
2: relationships are not built to survive cutting each Well, she each married hair. him anyway, so there um, you go. And it all came out grand. So he said, here, will you do my neck and trim down the sides? He put on the blade and sure enough, the first run through it with the hair clipper, a deep chunk of hair came away. Oh, no. I mean deep. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. Um, you could see a patch of scalp in his dark brown hair.
1: Oh, God.
2: Oh, no. I started crying. Given I'd made a total bald of his hair 27 hours before our wedding. Oh, good oh, no. God. He thought I was joking. I told him to go to the hairdresser ASAP, but begged him not to say it was me that did oh, <laughs> He went to his usual hairdresser and he said he needed it sorted because he had a wedding to go to. She asked if he was going to my wedding, not knowing he was the groom. Mm-hmm. She vaguely knows me, but she wouldn't know he's my fiancé. He said, nope, he doesn't know me. And it was a different wedding. It took a bit of work to sort it. And he sprayed the gap, the gaping scalp hole with one of those grey cover up sprays. (laughs) And it looked grand on the day. I've always wondered what the hairdresser thought when she saw mutual friends, social media pics of our wedding. And the lad who came claimed claimed he'd never heard of the bride. Well,
1: that's he was only doing what she asked him. That
2: hairdresser because she's a hairdresser right right? is telling that story to absolutely everybody and he is cheating on you that's what she's saying (laughs) he's like he's still playing the lad game he's pretending he's not married pretending he's never heard of the woman he's married to
1: Stopping for a moment to remind you that we are part of the Headstuff podcast network. If you would like to support the show, you can pledge as little as five euro a month. And in return, you will get bonus content from us and from all of the shows on the Headstuff podcast network, including this one. The show we are cross promoting this week is Double Love. If you have ever read the Sweet Valley High books, this is the podcast for you. It is hosted by Anna and Karen and it is hilarious. Now, I've never read the Sweet Valley High books because I had boys. So there'd be no, <laughs> <laughs> you know, A, it was the beano, no nothing. nothing.
2: <laughs> and when you were a kid, of course, you you, would, you didn't have time to read Sweet Valley High. You were no. too busy being the shaka can of Glass Nevin.
1: Uh, listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> This is how it's always been. Double Love is a podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of Sweet Valley High, book by book. Join me, Anna Carey. And me, Karen Moynihan, as we revisit one of the maddest series of books ever written or ghostwritten. If you ever read about Elizabeth
0: and Jessica, the perfect blonde Wakefield twins, then you might enjoy listening to us absolutely tearing them to shreds. Affectionately, of course.
1: Of course. And even if you didn't, there's still plenty of drama, kidnapping, stolen boyfriends and school dances to entertain you. Find us on the Headstuff Podcast
0: Network and wherever you get your podcasts.
2: have
1: problems
2: oh okay uh, I love a problem Niamh Angaroad I am loving the show and I think you are and I think you are the people to help me with this problem I work with an absolute cow and I'm about to rip her throat out oh so you come
1: to the right place welcome. you're <laughs> very welcome
2: you're very welcome
1: Angaroad is all over this I have been working
2: <laughs> for the same company for the last six years I get on really well with everyone I work with and we see each other socially and buy each other's kids presents. It was all lovely until about eight months ago a new manager was appointed to our section and she is a notorious bitch. Mm. We love it. She creates a horrible environment wherever she goes. She is cranky. She actually said that there was too much chat. Oh. 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 She shushes us like we were at school. (gasps) Our team is incredibly efficient and I think that bothers her even simple parts of her job like approving holidays she makes a big deal about and it's very stressful that is incredibly stressful Mm. Uh, I like she has gone through it's like she has gone through us one by one to try and break us down we have all been upset at various points and we don't know what to do we had to stop someone walking out last week what do you think we should do I feel like I am coping with it better than the others. One guy is really not doing well. It's terrible. I know you will both have some great advice. Thanks, Sharon.
1: Oh, Sharon, we
2: do. This is the sort, I cannot stand it. Because I've I've been in places like that where that's happened, mm. where you, you see there is this absolute rip work yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. And the thing about it is, right, there's two situations here, okay. right? One, there is a situation where the company knows she's a rip.
1: Yeah. And they put
2: her anywhere. And decide not to do anything about it. No. Or two, they're actually quite happy she's a rip. Okay. In that, maybe, maybe, she's in there to break up. Maybe she's in there to make people leave. Maybe there's, you know, like she doesn't give any clue as to what it is that she does, but she says that the team is incredibly efficient. And here's the thing, right? Okay. This is what I've always found with managers who are really pedantic and, and like she is described, yeah. The
1: shushing thing—I hate that.
2: They're not that good at their job. No, they're not. They're good at the basics, which is having everybody look like, like they're, they're doing a good job. Talks a good job. Yeah. Because these people it. who are project managers that then have to manage people? <clears throat> yeah. And they just don't know how to do it without making everybody's life miserable.
1: No, I know, and it's it's so unnecessary, really. It's isn't so it? unnecessary. I know. Well, I to be honest with you, I I, I you came to the right place because Garode is your man for this kind of resp- response. My job
2: is to keep you out of prison. <laughs> <laughs> Look, a prison term is a prison term. Prison ends. Apparently, you get a telly in some prisons. Yeah, yeah you can. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> I don't know get that. Get in there, yeah. absolutely destroy her. Firstly, what I would do is <laughs> right. I, I, I've no sympathy for these people. Okay. I have absolutely none. Crush her, destroy her, ruin her life. Okay. Get rid. you everything changes right now, Sharon. Right. Firstly, right? The first thing she's gonna try and do is divide and conquer. Yeah. And that's what she's doing because she you said there that she's trying to break it all down one by one. Yeah. She's trying to turn it against each other. Don't be doing that. What to do is band together. Right? You all have to band together. Have meetings without her. Can you do that though? Yeah. Take your job. You can all your boss. You can all sit together very publicly at the lunch table.
1: Yeah. To be fair, it's a long time since I've worked in that environment. Oh yeah, yeah. So I would
2: so I would just make sure she knows that you are all a united front. Okay. Right? I would also say if there are people genuinely being upset, HR. Oh. I mean instantly. Immediately. That's what they're there for. Don't even give any don't even give it a second thought. And do you know what? I I know someone that had a situation like this recently, right? Mm -hmm. And he was just like, nah, enough is enough. I'm gone. He went to HR. They were only too glad because they know, they don't want their staff leaving. No, they don't. So they were only too glad to like to take it. To address it. Yeah. and, and, And the thing about it is, in situations like that, you have to remember, right? HR can't address anything. They can know what's going on. They can see what's going on. But they unless can see there's a formal complaint, by people going on stress leave mm, yeah. or people ringing in sick or by people, um, yeah, you, leaving.
1: Have, you have to you have to make a formal complaint for them to actually yeah, deal with. They it. have to have a complaint to deal yeah. with
2: in order to, to be able to do something about it, right? So I would say, absolutely do that. Now that that's I know that's very practical advice right? It's
1: not your normal now, run.
2: Now we're going to get on to ruining our life.
1: Right, right. okay. So you want a snake wear?
2: Slash her tires. Uh, no, don't do it. Absolutely. Wipe, her, wipe the top of her sandwich <laughs> around the toilet. You, like <laughs> enough is enough. That's horrible. No, you're not. Like she is, you need to stop treating her as a person.
1: She is a person. She's not a
2: person. Nothing boils my piss more than when people <laughs> are like, oh, a bully. Oh, that's just somebody that was bullied. No, I couldn't no. care less. The other person that you should have a conversation with is her yeah yeah definitely because although that's hard yeah it is hard but you know what why it's hard it's hard because she's treating you like children and you're reacting and you're reacting to that and 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 feeling like children but you're not you're all grown adults
1: yeah i think i think to be fair if somebody tried to shush me they would get an eyebrow well, both eyebrows cause can only rise, raise the two of them at the same mm-hmm. time. But you know what I mean? Like they would get a very direct response from
2: me. I, I. If someone said shush to me, they'd get a paperweight through their monitor. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <what I can. laughs> Nobody would ever say shush to you. I swear to God. Nobody. I, I know that I, I swear to God. No, no. It's, I it's, just I've been uh, like. No, it, it is, I've it is. This situation a is thing. very Listen, I've been me. in this situation yeah, years yeah, ago.
1: Yeah. And the truth is that you, you what they do then is quite often they put a difficult person in a space probably because you were such a good team they probably thought that you might be able to absorb what's going on there and yeah. maybe even influence her the thing is you know I had that one time on a team I got two of the most difficult people to work yeah, with yeah. and I did my time and I went into the <laughs> went into management and then I said right I've done my time if you don't remove me somebody has a scissors in the back and I don't know who it's going to be so, Ooh. I know you didn't know that about no. me I mean I didn't say it to um, them but you know I said it to the management so they oh made sure yeah. I was out.
2: Never underestimate the effect of being the crazy in the workplace. Fuck No you don't want to be no, the crazy. No you don't want to be the crazy but there are people who behave a lot crazier than they actually are and everyone yeah. goes oh don't ask them to, oh god no. Oh yeah. <laughs> like oh no no, <laughs> get away oh, no with just stuff. leave them be. Leave them yeah be. they get away with stuff. Yeah don't they? of course yeah. they do. Well. So what I would say is right Yeah. make it really clear and somebody can do this. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be all of you. No. But just make it really clear that she's really disrupting a very efficient team. Yeah. Like if you're efficient and you're getting the job done, I think that is what bothers her. Like you, and you say it yourself, you think that's what bothers her because she can't have much impact. No. There's nothing she can bring to the table here to make the team better.
1: Well, she probably could if she w- if she wasn't such an idiot you know, we've all worked with people like this and they're toxic. They are. And then, then the problem is everybody starts to doubt themselves and that's horrible. You should yeah. never you should never be made feel like that by people. I mean, there are still people who do it. Some people do it without knowing it. Some people have bad people skills and that yeah, might be yeah. what's at the root of this and if that's the case, then she needs help with that. Yeah. But, you know, the truth is either way, I think HR will em- eventually have to be involved in
2: this. I am going to give very reasonable Very balanced advice here. Oh dear. The other thing I'm going to check with, right, just check. Okay. Is, if you are a group of people. We're very tight. all going on on together, right? And you're very, like, you're kind of a clique. That's hard. The other side of it is, right, that can be quite difficult. Yeah. To get in. Like, you can see that group of people and go, and the manager, and you're like, well, I'm... I'm not gonna penetrate that group and be friends the way they're friends, and they can't because they're management. Yeah, and uh, so maybe the only way for me to control this group or to be part of this group is to, I guess, manage it closely. Yeah. So you know, I'm just saying have that in the back of your head. I'm not saying give her any benefit of the doubt (laughs) here, but I'm just saying, you know yourself, are you one of those groups that it's hard to get in on? Yeah, like
1: if you've been together a long time, it sounds like you've been together as a group, so sometimes that can be a kind of a thing, you know, and also, if you knew she was a notorious bitch, the anticipation of it, sometimes you're yeah, already yeah. hostile because, or maybe hostile is not the right word. It's probably a bit strong, but you know what I mean? You're already in anticipation of it.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. And you the know, fear so there's that element,
1: awful. you know. So, I mean, I'm not saying that this isn't a, a legitimate thing because it definitely looks like it. That,
2: that's and, what, and sometimes what happens is that people, especially in those big organizations, they get really good at their job. And in order to be promoted, they have to become people managers. Oh, and so hard. And they're just no good at managing people. Like, no, it's not their
1: thing. Yeah. No. And not everybody's good at it.
2: No, not at all. You know, so, I would say yeah. that, that you've got strength in numbers. And I, I have said, I do remember what it was like. Like, I remember I had this manager and I remember. It's horrible. The feeling when, even when they were coming back from holidays. No. You know, they'd been gone for Awful. two weeks. And you're just like, oh, good God. How Awful. are we going to get through this?
1: I know. Mostly when I came across that, if I couldn't manage it, I left. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and I'm not suggesting that's the answer, but I mean, if you don't get resolutions elsewhere, you need to look at that because there's nothing worth in this world. There is nothing worth than losing yourself. So, oh, yeah,
2: completely. But what I will say, practical things, right? Oh, right, okay. United Front. Yeah, United Front. You're first. all on the same page. HR. Yeah. If if there's actual bullying going on, keep a diary.
1: Oh, one million percent.
2: Wreck care. <laughs> <laughs> for a minute there for
1: a minute there I thought I had a positive impact on you all the tires no
2: smash the sunroof burn it out but
1: we don't want to lose that part of you what part of me you know the bit that wants to slash the tires
2: absolutely not no it's my favourite bit
1: I mean to be fair I've never seen him do it also
2: do you know what to do the (laughs) other thing to do what this is a great one okay when she's if she's like if she's dressing somebody down or something like that burst into tears (gasps) what burst into tears sob the loudest you possibly can
1: Why? To upset her. You think that somebody who would want to do that would be upset by that?
2: They would, because you know what it is? Those people can deal with somebody coming back to them. Yeah. But what they can't deal with is having their face pushed up against the window of another person's fragility. Oh. Sharon ball your eyes out
1: Sharon I want to thank you for that problem because quite frankly I never thought I'd hear that sentence out of Grode's
2: mouth there you go kidnap our kids (laughs) (laughs) then you'll see a bit of emotion on the bitch's face (laughs) oh my god
1: (laughs) anyway try not to get into prison over this uh, you know take some of Grode's advice not all of it I'll let I know you'll be sensible enough to take the right ones well mind yourself dear. and I hope uh, I'll see you soon
0: If you want to support this podcast and get a full ad-free episode, sign up to Headstuff Plus.